What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. Back again. Another wonderful episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode 26.3. We are continuing our trek through Dragon Age Origins. Uh, we're starting to get into the more meandering parts of the story where things can deviate. Um, but yeah, today I have with me Matt. Hello. And Sophie. Hello. So we went to Redcliffe last time. We saved the village. Um, we were able to save, uh, kind of save, depending on who, who, who we're talking to here. Uh, I was able to save Connor as well as uh, the mother. Mm-hmm. Nobody was sacrificed. I was able to uh, get this demon out of Connor without Connor dying. Uh, Sophie did not. Sophie just killed him. I did. I, I didn't even do that. I let, I let his mama take no care of that. Bust. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I ain't getting my hands dirty. <laughs> you get to live with this. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, but the Arl is still dying. Uh, he he's still poisoned by Jowen the mage. Uh, I know we talked about it, but I want to be reminded. What did everybody do with Jowen? I left it for the Arl to decide okay. his fate. And that was where how I left it. And Matt, you do the same thing? Yep. Okay. That's what I did as well. I just wanted to make sure of that because we actually get to... We, we get a little bit more into that at the end of this. So the Arl's still poisoned, still sick. He is dying. We need to figure out how to cure him. Of course, we've already heard that the ashes of Andraste have the power to heal pretty much anything. No matter what. But, a lot of people think this is kind of like a myth. We don't know if this even exists. Um, so, uh, but we do have a few clues. Uh, one of them being, uh, there are some notes of a, of a man who says that he knows where the possibly where the the whereabouts of the um of the ashes are the urn the urn of sacred ashes as they call it um but that man resides in Denerum and if anybody knows anything about Dragon Age Denerum is the capital city of Ferelden it's also where practically everybody who wants us dead is um so we have to travel to Denerim to see if we can find this man. Uh, I'm trying to. Did anything happen along the way with you guys? Yeah, I got attacked. Did you finally get by, it by Zephyr? Yeah, Zephyrin. Yeah. Uh, did you? How did you handle that situation? Um. Well, I ended up because he kind of pled his. I have no allegiance to anyone. I'll be on your side. So I invited him into my party. Okay. And I managed to kind of... I was able to persuade the others. My, my character's becoming quite persuasive now. But it was all right. So there was there was no there was no hate. Um, and then I added Zephyrin to my party. As did I. And I regretted it the whole time. Really? Why is that? Yeah. Well, because he couldn't open any friggin' chests. Yeah, he, he he's an assassin. <laughs> he's not really a rogue. Yeah, and so 
it was good in one sense because I really couldn't carry any more shit. <laughs> but in the other sense, it's kind of annoying because I kind of just want to know what's in stuff. So as soon as I could... Um... Well, that actually leads me to my other point is that, you know, I thought I'd got away with the whole not having to kill Connor and Connor's mother killing Connor. And I actually went back to camp so I could swap Leliana back into my party, at which point I got a cutscene with Alistair who was... He decided he wanted to talk about what happened at Redcliffe Castle with me. And, you know, why did I kill Connor and why did I let it happen? And, yeah, he, he gave he read me the right act a little bit. And so I thought I'd got away with it, but hmm. not so much. I lost... I, lo- I had to persuade him that, you know, I was thinking of the greater good and he still was, like, minus 15 or something like that. Ooh. Yeah, so I, I felt a bit sad. I thought I'd kind of got away with it, but... Alas. Nothing escapes Alistair. Nothing escapes Alistair. No. <laughs> you were just... You, you hate clergy and, and you kill yeah, kids. Yeah, but I just do it all accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I just don't... Yeah, and it's like, oh, my bad. It's not like I'm deliberately vindictive. <laughs> I actually went to camp as well uh, and uh, kind of talked to Sten a little bit. Got him to like me ever so slightly. And then I showered Leliana with gifts all over the place. Just to hear you, just, there's a bunch of gifts. Yeah. I wanted to get some enchantments done. Yes, that's what I did as well. Just, again, to clear up some of my inventory. But also, you know, for the for the use of it. But. Yeah, that's, that's what I end up doing was... Um, which I, I didn't know this. I've been picking up like garnets and opals and stuff like that. Yeah, what do they do? I'm pretty sure that's just stuff you can sell. Yeah, I kind of figured that at a certain point. Well, I just I had to sell some of the stuff just to clear space. But and since I was just hanging on I to it, like no, I was. You never know, right? It's like all these RPGs, yeah. like Final Fantasy, you can't get rid of anything yeah. in case. Yeah, I ended up just ditching them. I figured yeah. if they're important, it's probably for some kind of crafting that I'm just never going to get into anyways yeah, and I just I figured threw them all out. On yeah. this playthrough at least it's not. I will go ahead and say I, I firmly believe this is the third time I'm playing this game and I firmly believe that crafting in this game is completely useless. I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who disagree with me. One of them probably listening right now who's who who's on, a friend of mine on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's found plenty of reasons to have uh, you know trapping or and or trap making and and herbalism, but I found none. I find plenty of health potions. I do not use traps. Every once in a while, if I'm getting really pissed off, I'll put some acidic coating on my weapon for a battle. That's about it. Yeah, I I use I found myself using quite a lot of health potions at the moment. Yeah. So it's, I have win is quite a good like healing crafting person. So I do create quite a few of those, but everything else. Nah. Again, I just do it to use up materials. Right. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So, I, um, I've kind of just left Morgan. Which, in my first playthrough, I was totally, like, wanting Morgan on my good side. Uh, mainly because I knew you could have sexual exploits with people in this game. So, now I'm just leaving her yeah. by the wayside. I'm in the same boat, because I wanted to keep her around for that same reason, but she fills the same spot that I'm going to fill as my offensive mage, so I just haven't really 
seen her since I dropped her off <laughs> right. initially. Um, but my party pretty much consists of me, Alistair, uh, Wynn, and um, Zephyrin right now. Um, but yeah, so we have to travel to Denerim. When we get to Denerim, there's actually a good amount of side quests we can do here. Um, I deliberately chose not to do many of them. I did do a, a couple, one of which involves Alistair. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure everybody else got this too. I think it happens, it triggers whenever you actually enter Denerim. Uh, Denerim is uh, home to Alistair's possible half-sister. And he informs us of, of this whenever we walk into the city itself. And he requests, possibly, if we can stop and, and see her. He's never met her before. She probably doesn't even know he exists. Uh, but he uh, he wants to see any type of family he may actually have. That's not ringing a bell with me. I've got to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I don't think that happened to me either. Really? I mean, I didn't have Alistair in my party, but... Oh, that's the problem. You had to have Alistair I, in your yeah, party. Yeah, I did, but did? it still didn't... Maybe I zoned out, but I'm pre I did quite a few side quests in Denerim, uh -huh. and yeah, I'll go back and check, but I'm pretty sure I didn't... Interesting. Well, yeah, I, I did do that one where we go to see his sister, and she is just this ungrateful, ungrateful woman. It doesn't, it doesn't turn out to be the greatest of homecomings. Maybe you have to have, like, maybe he has to like you a certain amount or something. I don't know. It may for be. It, to trigger. it may very well be that. Cause it yeah, because he definitely does not like me. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> it's, it seems like something personal that he only really wants to share with somebody. And I thought he we were getting along so much better. Aww. But I don't really talk to him too much every now and then. I don't really talk to any of my. I'm strictly business. Yeah, okay. I don't like to. Yeah. I like to listen to them talk among themselves, but... Yeah, that's always fun. But yeah, uh, I do talk to my characters a good amount. Um, pretty much everybody likes me. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Even though I want to be a dick. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like I'm still playing this like the hero type, and I really don't want to. Which explains something that I do later on. Um... So, eventually we make it to the the house that we're supposed to go to, or this guy possibly lives. Genitivi. Genitivi. Yeah. And uh, when we go, we meet up with Genitivi. And I say that in air quotes. Um, because he's acting very strange when you talk to him. And, um, you know, he's kind of avoiding questions and things like that. And... Uh, if you move closer, or if you move farther into the house, because, you know, when I go into a house, it's time to ransack. Yep. Um, <laughs> so we, um, I, I, yeah, he's like, don't go toward that door. And we're like, oh, why? And he's like, it's, it's a mess in there, and we're getting ready to move. I said, I won't touch anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, seriously, don't go in there. I'm like, I will go where I damn well please. And I go in there, or oh, no, he, he before he before I go in there, he attacks me, and I chop his head off, and I chop I chop everybody's head off in this game. Um, and then we go in there and we find, uh oh, that was an imposter, <laughs> because there's a dead body laying there, and that was really him. And there's also a note saying, 
hey, this is where the ashes probably are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just laying about. Yeah, they're just laying there. He's, yeah. You'd think the you'd worst pick them up. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that's kind of a, a funny thing, though. Like, I didn't really want to go in the back room until that scene triggered, and he started saying, "I can't go back there." Uh-huh. That's so not I'm like, all right, now I want to see what's back there. Yeah. And uh, you know, if he just hadn't said anything, I probably, I might not have even gone back there. So, Matt, I know you've played through part of this game before. Have you done this part of the game? Uh, I had seen the body. Before, okay. so I've been in this house. You know, I, I knew that Genetivi was an imposter. This is probably like do you... I never went up into the next couple sections. Okay, so, so so in your first playthrough or first beginning part of the playthrough, how, how, what did you do exactly? Did you do? I know you made it partially through the fade, and that's where you stopped. Was that the first place you went? I had done a little rover. I did Redcliffe first because earlier in the game, Alistair says, hey, we should do this first. Right. So I saw that and I'm like, oh, yeah, why wouldn't I do that first? Okay. So I, I did all that and I came here. So I did the Redcliffe Village, Redcliffe Castle. Something happened in Denerum and I, I, I may have just changed my mind and gone to do something else. Okay. Or maybe, like, along this section, you end up. I don't know. Maybe it was one of the side quests that took me back to the tower. Okay. To the mage tower, and then that's when I did the whole mage thing. Like, I kind of just interrupted this section of the game to go do the mage part. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, um... So, yeah. Um... God, what... what, what Haven? Something Haven, right? Yep. The Village of Haven. The Village of Haven. Yep. Um, it's... They, they, they believe that all roads lead to Haven, so we need to check there which is way up in the mountains, uh, all the way across the fucking country. <laughs> so, um, we had to travel to Haven. Um, I think I may have gotten into a battle with a bunch of wolves or something like that. It wasn't no big deal. Yeah. Um, and we eventually make it to Haven. When we make it to Haven, we are greeted by a guard who is very hastily defensive. He's like, well, what are you doing here? You know, I'm like, yep. I've, I told him it was none of his damn business. Um, and uh, he was like, well, you can trade with the people here, but that's about it. You need to leave. I was like, okay. So I just went right into a house and um, discovered an altar covered in blood. <laughs> and we were like, okay, well. That's kind of weird. Alice was like, maybe this is used for cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when we leave, then we're just attacked just right out from the the guards. Which I think it, it, is it called like crazed cultists or something like that. I think that's what the enemies are called automatically. So, um, but yeah, kind of find out these cultists run this village. Um, they have uh, they've kind of been keeping the urn. To themselves, or just keeping the 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 actual entrance to the temple where the urn is to themselves, they don't want anybody else coming up there because they think that they're it's it's partially sacred, but it also has to do with the religion of Andraste and and the Maker and stuff like that too, uh, which we will will discover a little later on. Um, so eventually we we make it to where all right, there's the temple. We need to go up to the temple. Um, 
uh, first we stop by the chantry and we run into basically one of the leaders of the chantry um uh, it's it's kind of a revered father which is one of those things where most of the time the revered is usually a woman and this time they're like well our practices are different you know and stuff like that so um i really pissed off that guy <laughs> and everybody's heads got chopped off in that place so i killed everybody there um i think i did too and they were holding um god somebody help me with his name uh he he was kind of like the uh the guy who was doing all the research the guy who goes into the temple with us or they were holding him hostage oh i know who you mean Son of a bitch. Now I can't even think of his name. I'm always ill-prepared for this stuff. Let me look it up. But um, he's there. He's he's somewhat wounded. And he's telling us, he's like, you guys come to save me? And we're like, well, we're actually coming to look for those ashes. Do you know where they are? And he's like, yeah, they're at this temple. I can take you to them. Um, which we actually have a choice here. We can, we, we can choose to have him just stay there or go back to you know, civilization and try and find some help. Or we can have him come with us, which I think pretty. I'm pretty sure everybody said, "How nah, come with us?" Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I did say, "Oh, you know, you're sick. Maybe you should think about setting this one out." And he was like, "No, it's my life's work. I must come." So I was like, "All right." Which kind of makes me wonder. If that's another one of those areas where it seems like you have a choice, but you really you don't. don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a multiple ones that are like that. Uh, but he also has a key that opens the door to the temple itself. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, we make it up to the temple, and it's like nobody's been here for a long, long time. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like... Except for all the cultists. Except for all those cultists yeah. that we're going to chop their heads off. Um, so it, it, we, we we're trying to find the ashes, obviously, and so we had to climb this gigantic, like, half tower, half cave, half temple thing it's it's a huge friggin area it took me a lot longer than i thought that's what i thought too because i was thinking this bit yeah because we had to get a few keys and then there's a key that opens yeah. the main hallway and i'm like oh okay so this is the key that I, and there's the urn right there no no that's the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the uh, the guy the who that leads us there like no can remember his name he he decides to stay there and because he's you know these like kind of like hieroglyphics. He's like, oh, he's so enamored with these. Wasn't that Genitivi? Yeah, Genitivi? that's what it's saying, Genitivi. Yeah, was it? It's the same guy that. Well, who was? They were. Who was dead? In the. Yeah, house. I don't know. Was there two imposters? <laughs> <laughs> an imposter killed an imposter. But anyway, it's definitely it's definitely Genitivi who takes you. Okay. Into the yeah, because we found him trapped the in, the, in the village. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to go find out who the imposter was. All right. Or who he was. Or maybe it was like the Genitivi's assistant or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he decides to stay in the main hallway area to admire the hieroglyphics that are on the wall, and we were like, okay, well let's clear out all these bad guys. So I threw a bunch of climbing and stuff like that. I mean, this this is this is a rather long dungeon. Um, took me probably around two hours to get through. Uh, and it's it starts off as like a temple area, um, but then 
it kind of turns into a like there's caves. It's like the walls have been uh, bashed through, and you go through a series of caves. At that point, you start running into like drakes and like little baby dragons and stuff like that. Um, and you, we're still running into cultists at the same time. Uh, and you can keep going into different little areas where it looks like they're actually keeping these drakes and dragons like um, almost as like pets. Yeah. Yeah, like locked up. Yeah, they're locked up, uh, possibly doing experiments on them or something like that. It's it's very strange. But uh, eventually we we make it to um, the outside. We yeah we don't we, yeah we don't run into the dialogue until after uh, the first the encounter that we have. So, we make it to the top of this area, and we go outside. And we are informed that this place is home to a high dragon. Gigantic friggin' dragon. Um... And we get the cutscene of it flying and then resting at a place kind of off on the mountain somewhere. Uh, and we have the option of like ringing this gong and summoning this dragon for a fight. Did anybody attempt this? Nope. I did. <laughs> did you did you succeed, Matt? Yes. Fuck yeah, we did. <laughs> Because I was all right. First off, I died like five times during this fight, um, and then I decided to hey, maybe I should pause time and actually direct my dudes. And when I did that, easy peasy. Well, not really. I had a couple of people die, but I had uh, win healing them, bringing them back mm. to life. I sadly cheesed this battle pretty hard. How did you cheese it? I started fighting this dragon. Ten seconds later, all three of my members were dead. It was just me. Uh-huh. And all I did was walk back and forth, like, because he kept hopping between an upper platform and a lower platform, basically. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of stood in the middle, and when he was going to one, I would take three or four steps the other way, and since I have a ranged attack as a mage, I just kept doing that, and that was it. He just <laughs> occasionally would throw a fireball at me. Nice. Um, I was far enough away that his tail swipes wouldn't hit me. So that was it. Like it, it was. It probably took me 45 minutes to beat him because I had zero help from the rest of my team. Wow. But I just sat there, shot two fireballs, <laughs> like backed up four steps, shot two more, backed up four steps, shot two more, and that was it for 45 minutes. I pl I applaud you, sir. So Sophie, you didn't even try to attempt it. No. Okay. Um, it took me about five tries. Unfortunately, I don't have the power of the mage, so I had to get up close and personal with this asshole. Hmm. Um, but yeah, this is one of the, there's, there's about three, not, there's about four fights in this game where you kind of have to use the, the strategy stuff, pausing time, choosing an ability, maneuvering where you want to go. Uh, otherwise you will lose. Um, and this is one of them. So it's, it, 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 it once I got the method down, I, I did all right. Um. This fight in particular is a fight that you're supposed to take on late in the game. So I'm kind of proud of myself that I took it out. 
Um, I did not get the finishing blow, which really pissed me off. And so I had to, I got to watch Alistair climb on top of the dragon and stab it in the head. <laughs> and that pissed me off because I was like, I wanted to be the one who got on the dragon. I, all I got to see was the dragon Fall like over. lay down. <laughs> lay, lay down and go to sleep. That's so anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. For 45 minutes of, of work. <laughs> it finally just got tired. That's kind of sad. <laughs> but yeah, um... So if you can cho- totally choose not to summon that dragon and do the fight, so it, you know it's it. I, in fact, it's completely optional. I don't even think you have to do it. Ever. So, so you can you can do it later, or do you mean like this part of the game you normally do later? So can I go back and do it? I'm pretty sure you can go back and do it. Cool. Maybe I will. Um, Turns out that guy that there was the imposter of was Waylon. Waylon. Yes. Waylon Jennings. Not Gen TV. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, yeah, uh, after we make it through that little area, we go into another part of the mountain, which is also another temple-looking area, uh, and we are encountered by more cultists. But this guy seems lo- almost like the ringleader of the whole thing. Uh, he, he's like the leader of the, the the knights of this village or whatever, and he um, begins by just like. You assholes, you killed all our people, and stuff like that. But then he starts, like, proposing, uh, you know, different ideas and things like that. And, uh, you know, look, we we worship Andraste. It's, it's a dragon, you know. And I was like, well, I hate to tell you this, but uh, Andraste's dead again. But it's not. That that was that was false. They were They were worshiping a false idol. Uh, which we find out a little later on, but part of it being uh, they 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 basically worship these dragons, is thinking is this is kind of like God's wrath in the form of dragons and stuff like that, and and um, we're basically disrupting all of their, you know, they're, they're we're basically disrupting their religion by doing this. So he proposes a few things. Now. Sophie, I know what you did here. <laughs> Why don't you explain to me exactly what he proposed and what you chose the first time? Um, well, again, I'd like to just say that I kind of really didn't do it seriously, um, but so I had to go back. But basically, he proposed um, an arrangement whereby my guy would just take a pinch of the ashes... And I would help him to pour some, was it like blood or whatever, blood magic he wants to do into the urn. And what is he, what is he kind of, for their kind of weird religious ritual, basically to sort of play into the whole kind of Andraste is the greatest god of all time ever kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. You know, Alistair and Wynne, they're kind of like, hmm... Not so sure, not so sure. And I'm like, don't worry, guys. I got this. Just play along. It'll be cool. So after we do the kind of... We have like we have to go through a few bits and pieces first to get to the actual urn, hey? Right. So we have to go through the gauntlet. Or is that... That comes after, right? After the first... After we meet that guy. So I go through that, and I kind of cheated through that because I was, I was kind of thinking I didn't want to spend ages doing it. 
So, you know, we have to do all these um, Questions. Riddles. Yeah, riddles. Yeah, riddles. And they're not too, they're not really that difficult, eh? So, some of them, I just kind of, I look through the fact, if I'm being honest, and just like, because I wanted to get through it. And then we meet um, another guy who we end up having to fight um, a reflection of our party. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I actually found that kind of hard. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I had to bump my difficulty down so easy for that one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why, but I struggled with that. But what, how did you guys do? Piece of cake. Uh, the great thing about killing that high dragon, it drops some nice shit. Yeah. I need to. I've got some really good stuff, but I need to level up. What level are you right now? Um, I think eleven. Okay. See, I was around a level. I was around level ten whenever I fought the dragon. So I might have been a little higher level too. Um, but the, yeah, the mirror thing was a joke. Yeah, I thought that part was pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe I was just. I don't know. I think I'm just. I'm so used to kind of just going through like all guns blazes that I'm a bit crap when it comes to really getting into the strategy of the game. (laughs) Yeah, so I think I need to just maybe spend some time doing some side quests and getting on top of of the actual strategy and kind of getting a better knowledge of it if it's as you say and really going to have to. But it's funny because some of the other battles, like I really had no problem, like the one with the inner circle of magi where I never even used the thing that we needed to use to yeah to be I was just like oh that was no problem so I don't know hmm. but anyway so we get through all of that and so I've got my I'm either going to take a pinch of the ashes and destroy them or you know just take a pinch and and leave the urn so basically like by destroying it's like it's kind of like defiling the urn by pouring like the blood the blood magic in right and this guy is it Colgrim is that his name it sounds he about offers right. yeah he he offers to grant you like a, a specialization I guess if you if you do this for him so I kind of you get there's the, then there's that one puzzle with the with the bridge mm-hmm. I didn't really find that too hard no I, I didn't either, ran around and no. stepped on buttons and that didn't really seem there didn't really seem to be any kind of method to that other than just running around and stepping on that. So we kind of go over that, and then you walk through the flames, and you walk up to the urn, and you get your choice of take a pinch and leave the urn, or take a pinch and pour the the blood in. And I was like, well, yeah. what the heck? Let's be crazy. And so I poured the blood in, and Winnie Win lost her shit and tried to kill me, and so did <laughs> the guard on the door. And I was like, oh no! And I was really upset. Did you I didn't kill really Win? No, I was just I quit straight away. Oh. I was like, I can't deal with this. You no, should have at least seen her no. die. No, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was like, why did I do that? I just kind of wanted to see what it would be like <laughs> Right. to cross over to the dark side. But I chickened out, and I went back to what I said. And I was like, leave the urn alone. Yeah. That's- so speaking of that, when, when I was in Haven... And, uh, you know, when you first get to Haven and there's that guard that's very un- disgruntled, very unhappy, doesn't yeah. want you to be there. Not, not very welcoming. Yeah, so like two seconds after that, when I was allowed to walk into the town, uh, I was also attacked by a teammate. Really? What? 
Sten had enough, apparently. I was going to say, I was about to ask you if you still had Sten and what he made of yeah. this whole little adventure. He's been in my group the whole time. When we were, I forgot to mention this earlier, though, but when when we got to Haven, he threw down. He's like, I don't respect you. Why? I don't, nothing I, nothing I did to trigger it. Just every other thing that I've done, he's not liked. So I was, I don't know why it came to a head there, but he was like, we're, <laughs> did he not, we're going to fight. Kind of, did he not even sort of say, I don't really think we should be doing this? Or is it just literally like, you get there and... Yeah, it just tr- randomly triggered when we got in Haven. I don't think there was any conversation beforehand. Did you say it's just did, like, like I don't respect you when when we're the gonna fight. when the guard like <laughs> kind of like was being a dick to you? Did you kind of be submissive? Maybe I don't think so. Like I said, I'm gonna look around here or whatever. Right. I said like I didn't just say, oh no, I'm not. You know, I guess we'll leave then. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking. It's like you you were being submissive, and Sten's like, "You little bitch! I'm so sick of your shit." It, it must have been something along those lines. <laughs> so you killed Sten, did you? No, I fought him until I beat him, and then he's like, "Oh, okay. I guess you're stronger than I thought you were." And then it gives me the option where I should I said, "Get back in line," or I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you said get back in line. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, I spent all this time upgrading you. I don't want you to leave. <laughs> You're my dual-wielding tank. I can't have you gone, but you need to straighten yourself out and chill. <laughs> Remember who's boss. Yeah. Hopefully this happens multiple times throughout the playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Do you want to do this again, Sten? Do you want to, you want to tangle again? Oh, you know what happened last time. I'll spank you. Yeah, runs up to his bedroom and slams his door. I'm so sick of this. <laughs> Don't start. Do not start with me. <laughs> That's really funny because at least my my showdown or with Alistair was triggered by the fact that like a kid had died. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sam's a warrior. He's just like fuck you and starts two arms. He's not really though. He's just a bit grumpy, isn't he? I don't. He doesn't. <laughs> you got to understand the Canary though. And unfortunately, they don't really explain the Kunari very well in this game. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of, in Denerim, there were also Kunari bandits or Kunari... Yeah, I fought them. Hooligans, and they all looked like Sten also. So Sten, people in Sten's memory, and these bandits all look like Sten. That's, that's fucking weird, because I showed you a picture of the Kunari, and they definitely do not look like yeah. Sten. Sten looks like a, a, a strange human. While the Canari look like beast yeah. dudes. Unless this is like a different tribe, which I don't think they are, because all the Canari look the same in Dragon Age 2. Do you know, I wonder if it's just an... Do you know if it's the difference between like the PS3 and the PC version? Because I noticed like the facial animations are pretty much exactly the same in this game. Like There's two different variations in like human and like, all the characters look the same. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I'm pretty sure it's just this game, because they, they couldn't be bothered to make Sten look different. Maybe that was as in different from the other Canari, as in like all the Canari in this game look the same, rather than I, which makes that's it not hard. really the issue. It's that it's that all the Canari in this game look the same and different from all the ones in yeah. Dragon yeah, Age Two. Yeah, that's what right? I mean. Like, do you think that's like? A, do you think that's just like lazy? Oh, yeah, they had this one model and they just used it for all of them. I mean, they didn't have have separate models for Sten and the rest of the Canari in this game. I mean, it could... seems like a pretty big oversight, though. It could be either laziness or it could be that that's originally how they wanted the Canari to look, 
but they decided to change it in Dragon Age 2 because I'm telling you, if you look at an elf in Dragon Age 1, they look like a human with pointy ears. Yeah. yeah. In Dragon Age 2, if you look at a human and then look at an elf, they look like two different creatures. I mean, they look like two different types of, of being. While a human looks like a human, an elf has strange facial features. You know, it's they have more... It's like slanted faces. It's so strange. I mean, like just look up like some elves in Dragon Age Two, and just look at look at their facial features compared to a human in Dragon Age Two. Like they they remodeled a bunch of like stuff. It's weird because that it seems like such a big design decision. Design yeah, decision and that if it Sten is way before the first game was made. Yeah, I, and if Sten is supposed to be different, it's odd that he doesn't look because he's supposed to be a mutant right yeah that's what the comic book says now they right they, maybe okay. maybe the comic book's kind of trying to retcon this stuff a little bit maybe yeah maybe so i don't i don't know did they miss all this other stuff then? maybe i don't know I, I i really don't know maybe one of our listeners will enlighten us stephanie you want to let me know in this time for the the next the next episode i'm sure she'll she'll tweet to me uh the moment she hears this and let me know she, she she sends me like a wall of text every time she listens to an episode. <laughs> right on. So um, but anyway, yeah um, so, <laughs> that's hilarious. Then like <laughs> I'm tired of your stuck your shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you uh decide to reload. I did. And not go through this stuff now. I'm such a wit. I'm such a wit. No, I just no, don't no. want to be bad. I try it every now and then. But this is a role-playing game, and you want to play it how you want to play it. It's just like me. I have my canon for Dragon Age and Dragon Age 2, and no one's going to fuck with my canon for those games. You know? Right on. So when Dragon, I don't know why I picked it. It just was there, and I thought, hmm. uh, You want to try something different just to see what was going on. I didn't even do that, and I'm trying to be a dick. So I was like, yeah, I want to save the Arl. I mean, I'm still trying to be a good guy, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like an anti-hero. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna try to do the the right thing, but I'm gonna do it by any means possible. You're not evil, yeah. though, right? So, so I'm Jack Bauer. Let me put it that way. <laughs> um, so decided um, when I ran into the leader to not even I, I just be, belittled him the entire time because I, I've I have decided that uh, my character Lifty. <laughs> Th- thinks uh, <laughs> Lifty Fernandez thinks that uh, religion is stupid. So I I have played all that off like he's like you, you, the dragon is your god. I just killed that fucking dragon. You know, it's it's, it's stuff like that. So I was just, <laughs> it, it was so dumb. I was like, I'm not listening to your superstition anymore. And they just he just got royally pissed and was like, fucking kill them all. And then I killed them and took all their shit. Had a really good two-handed axe that I decided to uh, equip to my character. So they're all dead, and we eventually make it to the gauntlet. The gauntlet's guarded by this spirit guy, which immediately I get a vibe from a certain movie. Uh, This whole gauntlet thing, as well as this guardian guy who's been here for years and years and years. Um, Maybe you've heard of... Indiana Jones? Nope. Never Never heard of Indiana Jones? Tumbleweeds. Mm. Okay. Well, there was a movie. It was the third in the series. Indiana Jones. It was the third in the series. It was called The Last Crusade. 
And at the very end of it, they had to go through these trials. Uh, one of them having to do with a bridge. And there was, you know, like riddles and stuff that you had to do. And there's always, there was a guardian there who's pretty much immortal and been there for hundreds of years. Yeah, this is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> so, um... But as far as the reels go, I got all the reels correct except for one, and it really pissed me off that I missed that one. Um, but when you lose it, the, the the spirit just turns into like a shade, and you have to kill it. And that's it. So, um, yeah, we eventually make it to the urn. Um, but we do get some interesting little dialogue. Um, it, yeah, I was gonna say you skipped over like what I thought was one of the best parts of the game so far. When when the the spirit guy. Basically, I wasn't skipping it. I was getting to it. <laughs> um, uh, he, he basically reads the minds of all your party members, including yourself, and uh, reveals something about them all. Because basically, you're only supposed to be able to get to the urn if you're worthy. Right. So he basically like questions everybody and says, do you think you're actually worthy? So who, it brings up all the shit that they've done. So who did you have in your party, Matt? Uh, Sten, Zevran, Wynn, and myself. Okay. So what did he ask your characters? Basically, like the, the main one with me was just uh, every still basically about Jowen. Mm -hmm. He was like, "This was your friend, but you betrayed him. How 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 do you see that you could be worthy when you're betraying your own friends?" And I was just, you know, some hand-waving. I'm like, well, you know, it was for the greater good, and he needed to be saved from himself, basically. Now He wasn't bad, and I wasn't really trying to... I didn't want to hurt him. I just, you know, he made bad decisions. Since you're the only person that probably has Sten in their party, I want to know what he asked Sten and what Sten told him. Um, He asked Sten... About the fact that he killed that family. I knew that was what it was going to be. Why couldn't they just delve deeper into the past or something? Yeah. And what did he say? I that they should die. No, all he said was, I never hid from any of the mistakes I've made. He's like, I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying that I've owned up to it since day one. Hmm. And Zephyrin was kind of mysterious. Yeah. He's like, um, you know, you... Do you feel bad about... You've killed a lot of people, but do you feel bad about this one person? And he's like, yes, I feel bad about killing her. Yeah. And that was it. He, he really didn't want to talk about it. Kind of avoiding it completely. There's been a lot of interesting dialogue between him and Wynn throughout my travels. Yeah. Yeah. I had him in my party at this time as well. So. And uh, then Wynn was... What was Wynn? Asking about the circle and... If she thought she could, uh, if the circle is really all for naught, do you really think that mages and non-mages can live together? Or do you think it will eventually come to chaos? And then she says, I do have my doubts that mages may turn against non-mages one day. Yeah, that was a big part of it, questioning her conviction. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about that, play Dragon Age 2. Um, so far, I would say that was hands down my favorite part of the game. Yeah. I've, Just because, 
you know, and, and I agree with what you say. I think I wish they would have delved a little bit deeper, especially into the side characters. But for me, like bringing it back to Jawin, like that's a decision I made, and I liked yeah. that it was. You know, it, it doesn't just come up in conversation. It's like you may not be a worthy human being now because of the things that you've chosen to do in this game. Uh, they asked me, um, uh, since I was a castless, um, that you rose above your title and became a Grey Warden, but in the process you also left your family. And it's like, do you think that was the right decision? And I basically said, they told me to leave. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I'm not living in my past anymore. They told me to leave, I left. And apparently he was happy with that answer. But the most important one, and I think the one that was probably the most impactful, was if you had Alistair in your party. And he asked Alistair that since he's a great warden, he keeps going back to that night at Ostagar where Duncan was killed. Which Duncan was essentially a father figure to him. Mm-hmm. And... um he says that if he wishes he was there at Duncan's side whenever he died, that possibly he could sacrifice himself and Duncan could live. And Alistair's like, I firmly believe that I should have been the one to die and not Duncan. He says, if that's the case, maybe we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now. So Alistair kind of holds the blight itself on his shoulders. It's a bit of sad soul-searching there. Yeah. Sad reflection. So I thought that was really good. Sophie, what did he ask you? Um, I think I was asked about my origin story where my parents die. Uh-huh. And basically, do I think I'm a bad person for leaving them to die? basically at the beginning of my origin story. I think this is what happened. I was, it was all kind of blending into one for me at that point because it was in the middle of my kind of post-migraine phase, so I was just kind of charging through. But at the end of my origin story, my parents both sacrificed themselves so I can live. And he said, you know, can you live with this? Do you feel like you've made the right decision? Um, and why do you think you deserve to live, basically? And I basically answered, you know, Someone had to carry on the family line. I had to tell my brother and avenge my parents. Hmm. So eventually, after that, after all the tests and stuff like that, we make it to the urn. And I guess everybody took a pinch. Because you had the option of taking a pinch of the ashes and leaving it, or just leaving it. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to take a pinch. <laughs> See, I was hoping, I, I couldn't remember this exactly, but I was kind of hoping they would say, take a pinch of the urn, or take the whole fucking urn. And that was what the decision was going to be for me. Because I was thinking, I'm going to be a dick somewhere around in here. So That's a conversation we have with John TV. Yeah. Um, so I was going to, I, I, I couldn't remember, I was like, maybe they'll let me just take, give me an option to take the entire urn for myself. And they didn't let me do that. But then we go back down. We have to travel all the way back through this fucking dungeon. Yeah. That well, really sure pissed I missed me off. Well, I, I knew I didn't miss anything because I'm one of those guys, like in Skyrim, that goes to every fucking corner to find stuff. 
Um, so I had already went through this entire dungeon. I had to run all the way back through this fucking thing, get back to the main hall, run into Genitivi. Genitivi's like, did you find them? We're like, yeah, we found them. He's like, awesome. We need to spread the, we need to spread the word about this. You know, we need to, we need to let everybody know about this because I mean, we could use this to heal a lot of people. People will come, you know, from all over the world to see this. And then of course there's, you know, Zephyr saying, oh, you could charge fucking large amounts for people to come see us. It'd be like a fucking tourist attraction, you know, and, and people will pay it because they know this stuff will heal them. And then of course wins like, no, we don't need to do this. This is this is a sacred. I mean, this is basically our profit. You know, we can't we can't do this. And Alistair's like, we really don't need this kind of power getting into the wrong hands. So I had two people influencing me to not share this information with other people, while Zephyr's like, fucking do it. I'll make some money off this. And he's like, well, I'm going to go tell people. So you have an option. You can threaten him and tell him not to tell anybody. You can let him go and just let him tell everybody. Or you can kill him. Since I couldn't do a dick move throughout the entire time here, I decided to do the dick move here. And I fucking killed him. Now, it's interesting because I'm used to kill somebody and then get into a fight. I didn't get into a fight here. It was basically a cutscene. Unfortunately, I did not cut his head off, but I did throw a knife, and it went through the back of his skull. <laughs> and he kind of did a, like a little turnaround, and you see like the knife in his skull, and then he just falls over. And then Wynn and Alistair are like, the fuck, man? <laughs> and I lost two points from both of them for doing that. So, what about you guys? I'm not sure I got that. I think I just took a pinch, and I got the kind of, what do you think we should do? I was like, oh, you know, we should probably leave them here. But, you know, people should know that they're here, I think. And then, I don't remember having a fight, anyway, with Zephyrin. Zephyrin, so... I didn't have a fight with Zephyrin. Oh, who did, sorry, who did you say you had a fight Gen with? TV. Genesis TV. Genesis TV, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes much more it sense. Was it, was during the, it was during the dialogue. Yeah, I didn't have a fight with him, so... Yeah. He um he wanted to invite his fellow researchers on up and um have an excavation I guess okay. so I was like you go you go ahead and carry on with that I got more important things to do. <laughs> What'd you do, Matt? I basically said we should not um, distribute this information because who knows how it'll get used. And he's like, you can't keep this secret. Blah blah blah. This needs to be shared with the world. And then Wind backed me up. And was like, yeah, just because you have pure intentions doesn't mean everyone else will. And then my last dialogue choice was basically just to say, all right, let people know, but if anything bad happens to it, it's on your head. Right. Yeah. See, they, they gave me three options there. Either let him go and not say anything, say that, or throw a knife into the back of his head. <laughs> I threw a knife into his head. So, and then, you know, Wynn's like, I understand you have pure intentions, but holy shit, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um <laughs> and then Alistair was like Jesus you know Alistair's like that with me all the time did you get any negative uh, I got, did you break any hearts I got negative two to both Wynn and Alistair that's not too that's bad nothing. for throwing yeah. a knife I, in the back irrelevant. of someone's I can, head I can, hey? I can give like, them a fucking sweet roll and they'll be yeah, happy with me again you have them well trained I do have them well trained it's all about the gifts 
Yeah, I need to be given more gifts. And it's all about knowing what to say. I have high charisma for a dwarf. I'm one of those, you know. I, I, I may be a dwarf, but I don't look like one. You know, I, I, I look like a. You look at me, and it's like, oh, it's just a little kid. Wait, that little kid just stabbed a guy in the back of the head with a knife. You know, <laughs> he's an evil little kid, but we love him. So, but yeah, so we return to the Red Cliff Castle to uh, to help heal the Arl. Uh, we have the uh, the ashes. The ashes do their business and work. He is awakened, awoken, awakened, um, and you know, he obviously, he's like, "What's going on?" And everybody's like, "Your son is safe. Your wife is safe, and it's all because of this dwarf here." Sophie, what'd they say with you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? I was just about to read something about my um, origin story. What was the question? Uh, when the R wakes up, and you get you get yeah. the cutscene of. Uh, oh, where's my son? Yeah. <laughs> um. I didn't say anything, as always. I bear no responsibility for other people's actions, so I just <laughs> left it for the wife to uh, kneel by his bed and say, Connor is dead! <laughs> and I'm just, like, looking around anxiously, saying, like, yep, nothing to do with me. Um, yeah. So he was like, oh no. But he rewarded me, anyway, with my specialization and my nice fancy shield, so... Oh, you got a specialization. Yes. What is the specialization? Uh, I got the champion, champion specialization. Okay. So I got the berserker. So I guess you can only have one specialization. I may be wrong. I think you can have two, though, can't you? I'm sure like there's a trophy in the trophy list that's saying like your character has two specializations. Okay. He, so I'm sure you can. He, he but... gave me a gift. Uh, he gave me a shield that I gave to Alistair. But um, maybe it's because I'm two-handed or... I don't know. That's weird. I do have a specialization you, in Berserker, though. If maybe because you already have it, then yeah. Because I remember when we talked last week, you didn't have one. You, I didn't have ah. one, and I was like, I have, and I know I had a specialization point, but all the specializations were locked. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That may be it then. So um, yeah. So we talked to the Arl. The Arl hears the news of all the bad things. Uh, he does finally decide to. Talk about Jawan. Um, I kind of stayed back and just said, "Look, this is up to you." Um, and and then they eventually he, he eventually just kind of pressed me and finally said, "Look, what do you want to do with him?" And I was like, "I was yep. like, fuck, let him go and let the fucking circle and the Templars hunt him for the rest of his life." That's the same thing I said. And he's like, "No, we can't oh, do that." <laughs> I said to send him off to the well, circle. Well, that's what happens when you say that. He was like, yeah. "No, we can't do that." Well, uh. Oh, he just said, "Okay, I, I take your wise words, and we'll do well, that." Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, he he did that with the circle. You said send him to the circle. Yeah. See, we both yeah. we both said just oh, let him let yeah, him go. You, I, thought and, meant, I thought you meant he said that to me as well. No, no, no. But. He said, "No, <laughs> nah, that's what that's what the the next decision is." He doesn't like that's one of those things where like let him go and let the Templars chase after him for the rest of his life. He's like, "No, we can't do that. I'm sending him to the circle." Then yeah. why do you give it's me the option? It's a decision option? that's not really an yeah. option. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. "Yeah, I find that to be a recurring issue in yeah. this game." I didn't want to answer your question, and finally you say, "I demand an answer." And then when I give you the answer, you do something opposite anyway. I was like, "Yeah, like a fucking child." Or a really bad best friend who constantly I like, asks for my advice and then I tell him and then he does it the wrong fucking thing and then says I used your advice bullshit you didn't use my advice 
So, you know, you know, send him to the fucking circle. See if I care. So he sent him to the circle. And so and that was it. Yeah, and I was like, because I either had the option of like killing him, and I was like, he kind of redeemed himself. I mean, he went into the fade himself, <laughs> and you know, nobody yeah. got sacrificed. Your wife could have died, dude. You don't even realize that. You know, I, I was just like, all right, just fuck it, let him go. I don't care. <laughs> you know, and so he's going to the circle. Um, but then the all comes up with few ideas. One of them being. We create this lands meet. We get everybody, all the ruling kingdoms of of Ferelden. We get them all together, and we try our best to rally them against Loghain. Do this kind of like in a political manner. Uh, with the cherry on top being, we actually have an heir that can overrule Loghain. Who's that heir? None other than fucking Alistair. Alistair. <laughs> Alistair is the rightful heir to the throne. He's always coming in and stealing your glory, mm-hmm. hey? So, and of course, Alistair was in my party at this time, and Alistair's like, uh, does anybody... He's like, does anybody care what I think about this? I mean, he actually nope. asked that, and we're like, look, dude, do you have any better ideas? And he's like, no, but I don't want to be a king. Look... Chill the fuck out. We haven't even had a meeting yet. So just relax. And he's like, so before we make up this lands meet, we need to get the rest of the guys on our side. So we need to go to Ozimar. We need to go to the Dalish Elves. We need to go talk to these people. Get them on our side. So that way we have the most support to go against Loghain. Because Loghain's pretty powerful. Loghain is also very treacherous and a liar. And he has a lot of people on his side. So we're going to need as much help as we can get to overthrow this guy. But with Alistair's help, we can possibly put him as king and then take over this entire thing. And so that's it. That's where we leave off. Um, And now we're off to go get the other two factions to come help us. And I believe we are on our way to Ozimar next. The land of the dwarves. Home sweet home for me. Maybe I'll go see my drunk mother and whore of a sister. <laughs> Family reunion. Yep. I'm sure they'll be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and then I chop their heads off. No, uh, so. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I've had all this rage built up inside of me from my drunk mother. Maybe you should take Sten with you. And there you go. I'm excited. Yeah, that could be fun. Now's the time. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Unleash the beast. Off with their heads. So, yeah. Um, that's it. Not much deviation here. I mean, there, it, there could have potentially been some. But the problem is this decision is either you're going to do the right thing or you're going to do something fucking evil. And... None of us really want to play an evil character. You know, even me. I mean, I'm, I'm an asshole, but I'm still a good asshole. Yeah, I tried it, and I really didn't like it. Yeah. And I don't know why I did, but it was just kind of like, mm, no. Being evil is very lonely in Dragon Age. Yeah, reaffirmed mm-hmm. you, my... Uh... You will lose a lot of party members that way. And it's not like I haven't done things 
that aren't, you know, super, you know, like the whole thing with Connor. Yeah. So, but my character knows, you know, that that didn't work out so well. But yeah, this is one of the few decisions that are kind of like there's no gray area. There's always yeah. there's either yes you're going to be a good guy or yes Black you're going to be white. a bad guy. Yeah. Um, while you know the Dragon Age does a good job of having multiple options that are not necessarily good or bad, but will have repercussions. Um, unfortunately, this was one of them that y- you can't really, yeah, you know what you're going to choose before you even get into it. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, we do have an email that I do want to read. In fact, let me grab that real quick. Um, we have an email from Martin. Uh, he says, hey guys, I'm Martin. I love your podcast. It is a pleasure to listen to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I started playing Dragon Age for the very first time about three weeks ago. I'm 80 hours in. Holy crap. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> and I love the game so much that I bought the Ultimate Edition a few days ago, which includes Awakening and all the DLC, which is the one I'm playing, by the way. Uh, I'm playing a human rogue, and I like to go the ninja way with him. At the start of the fight, I use stealth, go behind the mage or the biggest enemy, uh, incapacitate him with dirty fighting, and finally stab him in the back. Uh, concerning Connor, I went to Redcliffe first and still had the option to go to the Circle of Magi for Lyrium. Hmm, so there you go. That does answer a question. Uh, as for specializations, you need to unlock them by learning it from an ally, or you could buy books at merchants. Okay. Ah. Uh, he says, so that might explain how you get more than one. Exactly. <laughs> and why I don't have any. <laughs> oh, do you not have one? I'm pretty sure I don't have one. I know one of them is blood magic for you, since you're a mage. Um, let's see here. Uh, it says, I first romanced Morgan, and later on I went for Leliana. I didn't know you could do uh, that, but as Leliana started to show some feelings for me, Morgan became jealous, so I decided to switch. <laughs> Again, very good show. Keep it up. Sorry for my grammar. English is not my first language. You did a very good job, Martin. So I, I was able to read that fine. Um, so, yeah. So there, there's a little bit of a little bit of um back like you know the, the kind of like the the back end part of the game uh, apparently you can go get lyrium at the circle of magi even if you haven't been there before huh and it made it out to where it was kind of like saying hey i've went to the circle of magi they kind of owe me a favor i could probably go over there and get some lyrium yeah that's what it sounded like um so maybe i don't know um but it looks like uh you don't necessarily have to go to that first but anyway, uh, emails, if you would like to send me an email, uh, you can send one to me, uh, drew at ztgd.com. Uh, we will read it on the show, uh, just like we did Martin's. Uh, anybody else wants to talk to us about Dragon Age, they most certainly can. Uh, explain a few things to us, like why does the elves in Canary look different? You know, I'm sure there's somebody out there that can answer that question. I pretty, I'm pretty sure it's just, oh, we wanted to change the art style. Um, or you can suggest more games to us. We're getting getting about the halfway point of Dragon Age, and um, we uh, will need some more games to be uh, suggested to us, or we can dive back into our backlog list and choose one from there. 
Uh, I've pretty much got the next guest set up, unless he flakes out on me like he did one other time. Um, (laughs) He really didn't. He just never responded back to me, Um, which he's a busy guy. So, But yeah, uh, Chuck from uh, No Quarters Podcast um, said he he wouldn't mind joining us for the next episode if we can possibly do it. I would would like to. Chuck's a really good guy. I've known him for a long time on Twitter. Um, You may also know him as Smarmy Jerkface on Twitter. Um, But yeah, um, you can all follow us on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS and Sophie is at SM Holiday. Uh, you can also follow the podcast itself. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, I post every Friday when the uh, when the podcast goes up. So if you ever want to know when it goes up, when it goes live, you will know the second it goes live because I post it right away. Um, I think that's about it. If you would leave an iTunes review, we haven't got one uh, past couple episodes. But uh, we'd greatly appreciate it if you do leave us one. Helps get our name out there as well as I will read it on the show, whether it be good or bad. So if you don't like the way I sound, let me know. (laughs) And you'll do something about it, right? Uh, No, I will not. (laughs) (laughs) But I will read it. Uh, Everybody's opinion is fair here. So, Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it. On to uh, Osmar. Going to uh, going to the dwarves. We get a party member here. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, but yeah, pretty excited for this one, especially, yep. especially for me, since this will be my going my homecoming. But anyway, uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, but until next week, I am Drew, and I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie. And we're out of here. Catch you next time with the continuation of Dragon Age Origins.